Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Just drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Yes, the Battle of Alberta, the much ballyhooed game uh, for basically, what, about the last uh, two and a half weeks or so? Has it been that long? It certainly feels like that. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We think we have a pretty good show for you. Uh, We're going to drop the puck at about 1210 today with a guy who knows a lot about the Battle of Alberta. Uh, He might assert that his greatest goal that he ever scored was in the Battle of Alberta, and you've probably heard of him. His name is Wayne from the Edmonton Operation. Wayne Gretzky coming down the pipe just after 12.10 on today's edition of Oilers Now. Uh, Brian Lott today from the NHL Network will get a bit of a sort of a a North American feel from Brian. Uh, I've already bumped into George Peros, who's in for tonight's game. He, of course, is the uh, disciplinary guru for the National Hockey League. David Staples from the Cult of Hockey, regular Wednesday contributor, uh, to talk a bit about the Battle of Alberta. We'll have a little bit of fun with former Edmonton Eskimo Trent Brown, who had his finest moment in his career in Calgary. And uh, NHL insider John Shannon joining us as well. So much to get to. We'll hear from some of the participants as well. This is Oilers Now. Again, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Uh, very quickly into the lineups, and we'll tell you this, the Calgary Flames have got three players. They're in the second of a back-to-back. They lost 5-4 in a shootout last night at home to St. Louis. They've moved one point ahead of Edmonton in the Pacific Division standings. The Oilers have two games in hand. The Flames are currently skating Mark Jankowski, Dylan Dubé, and Michael Stone uh, as extras. That means to, uh, Tobias Reeder is in, or perhaps more importantly for the purposes of tonight's game, Zach Ronaldo will be in, and we could potentially see uh, Lucic and Ronaldo on a line with Tobias Reeder for tonight's hockey game. Of course, much of this has to do with Matt Kachuk, who's a, a very good player. Uh, running the order, Zach Cassian, and on the second time that he ran him, Cassian set him straight. Uh, virtually the entire hockey world 
uh, responded. Cassian got a double minor, ended up getting suspended for two games. And, I mean, you had people like Timo Solani supporting Cassian. And I'm going to be very intrigued, and I know that Matthew Kachuk has just spoken, and he did a very good job, uh, very politicized, under control. He's a smart kid. He's a real good player. Strong argument can be made. The owners should have drafted him. But, uh, you know, I think the ball's actually... The Oilers are in a good position here. Cassian got his shots in. Edmonton needs to go out and focus on playing. Tonight, McDavid with Cassian and Neal. Connor McDavid, 12 points, last six games. Leon Dreisaitl with RH and Yamamoto. The Oilers, 6 1 and 1 since that trail's been together. Sheehan with Nygaard and Archibald. Sam Gagne at center with Jujar Kara. He needs to get going and impact a game. And Alex Chason on defense. Darnell Nurse with Ethan Bear. Oscar Clefbaum with Adam Larson. Chris Russell with Matthew Benning, who's played just 13 minutes since November the 17th of NHL action back from the concussion. Mike Smith starts in goal. He'll be opposed by David Riddick, who he supplanted come playoff time last year when Smith was still with the Calgary Flames. Now, again, I'm going to guess here that Lucic and Ronaldo will play with Tobias Reeder on the Flames' fourth line. So that would give them a chance to keep their top three lines together from last night's loss against St. Louis. They had Lindholm with Maggiapani and Kachuk. Monaghan with Goodrow and Derek Ryan. Michael Backlund with Sam Bennett and Buddy Robinson. They called him up from the minors. This guy's not an enforcer. He's a good player. 16 goals down in the minors um, in Stockton, a very deep team. Giordano will be with TJ Brody. Hannafin with Hamannick. Shillington with Rasmus Anderson, who made some interesting comments. We're going to head straight off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Reminder, catch the big game February 2nd at the River Cree Resort and Casino Super Bowl party. Doors open at 2, kickoff at 4.30. Get your tickets today at rivercreerresort.com. And we are joined by Wayne Gretzky, who is alternate governor for the uh, Oilers Entertainment Group. Wayne, it's Bob. How are you? How you doing? Um, good today. How you doing today, Bob? Well, we're all fired up here for the Battle of Alberta, kind of, sort of, because sometimes when we think that there's going to be all of this animosity, they just go out there and play. And the fact of the matter is these two teams, Wayne, they got a lot to play for because they're both fighting for uh, playoff positions. So sometimes it changes uh, the narrative a bit. But speaking of the Battle of Alberta, uh, you surely have some fond memories from your playing days as a member of the Edmonton Oilers over your career playing in the Battle of Alberta. I would think that would be the case. No question. Um, I think that from the fans' point of view, um, it's always sort of goes to another level. And the people in Calgary and the people in Edmonton, they have so much pride and they sort of equate it to their hockey clubs and they want to win. Uh, the players themselves, they play hard. Uh, they want to win and they want to not disappoint their hometown fans. But uh, I think that uh, you might have hit the nail on the head. At the end of the day, uh, as much animosity as there is, you don't want to do anything that's going to sacrifice the fact that your team has a chance to win the game. So I expect a real physical game. I expect a game that has a lot of emotion, but I don't necessarily see if we're going to have something that erupts into a full-on brawl. Put it this way, it's a different time, Wayne, isn't it, than from when you played back in the 1980s? Yeah, you know, back then you knew that Dave Sinenko and Tim Hunter were probably going to drop their gloves in the first shift, and 
Poplinski and Messier might be in the second shift. <laughs> you know, that was just sort of part of being an oiler in a, in a flame. Today, the game is different. The game is physical and it's fast. The players are bigger and stronger. But the rules dictate that you just can't do that anymore. So I don't anticipate anything silly tonight, although I'm glad I'm not playing. It's probably going to be an overly physical hockey game tonight. And uh, as we used to say in the old days, you better have your dancing shoes on and be moving. And if you're not moving, you're going to get hit pretty hard. You know, Wayne, uh, I don't think you'd score more than 20 goals in the NHL today. I mean, you are fi- now that you're 59, right? It might be hard to do that. <laughs> well, it's a different game, but you know what? Uh, listen, I was so fortunate to play with so many great players and to be part of the Battle of Alberta. And you can go down the list of rivalries, Chicago, St. Louis, Montreal, Toronto, Islanders, Rangers. Uh, the Edmonton Battle of Alberta, Calgary rivalry is as good or as strong or as emotional as any rivalry there is. And, uh, you know, when I when I played, i be quite honest, I was nervous walking around Calgary. Uh, and I'm sure the Calgary players felt somewhat sort of like that in Edmonton. But once you retire and you move on, people are always nice. They chat about hockey and talk about how great the games were and how emotional it was and how much they enjoyed watching them. And that's what, you know, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Uh, you were nervous, eh? You had like four 200-plus point seasons. What do you think the Flames' defense were thinking when they were getting ready to play against you, Wade? <laughs> well, I think one thing. They may be more worried about Connor and Leon. Uh, those two kids are both really exceptional. And, you know, you and I talk about this a lot. The skill level of these kids today is so special and so unique. I was so fortunate uh, <clears throat> just to be a, sort of a fly on the wall the last couple of days in St. Louis. Right be around the Pacific team and uh, be part of the All-Star game. I mean, I know I didn't play, but I think I had as much fun as anybody did there. I thought, listen, the game itself is never going to be what it was in the 70s. We're we're past all that. It's a different generation. But what's important about the game is that corporately it helps the league. We we raise money for charities. We, We... we're able to raise a lot of money for kids who are less fortunate. And it's a chance to uh, showcase our, our great athletes. And so from that point of view, and then this year, it was so special. The NHL uh, welcomed uh, the two, two uh, women's teams, the U.S. and Canada. And that made it even that much more fun. It so, was a, you know what? It was a great weekend. Yeah, it was a great. Hey, I got to ask you, uh, so you, you, are you undefeated now as a coach in that game? Yeah, I'm 2-0. You're 2-0? Yeah. I'm, I'm standing beside uh, the best nine coach ever, Craig Nelson. So, okay. <laughs> You're standing next to a coach? Is that who you said, Craig Nelson? <laughs> That's hilarious. Wayne Gretzky joining us. Uh, Wayne, uh, two more quick ones for you here. Uh, one that might make you chuckle, one that might be a little bit more difficult to talk about, but just... Uh, can you you scored all those goals? I don't know how many it was, 894 or something like that in the regular season. Um, do you, is it is it true the fit your favorite goal of all time or the, the goal you liked the best was the overtime goal shorthanded against Mike Vernon in Game Two of 1988? No question. Uh, I don't think it's. <laughs> I mean, your first goal is always exciting, right? Yeah. We all dream of that first goal in the National Hockey League. But for me, not even not even close. Uh, the overtime goal, because it was shorthanded, and because it was game two, and we didn't, we didn't play great in game one. Grant Pierce stood in his head. We were down 3-1, I remember. 
scored a couple goals late. We won game one, 4-3. And I remember reading Bob Johnson's quotes in the paper the next day, and he was so right. that we played a really good game. We broke down two or three times, and Curry and Gretzky scored, and that was the difference of the game, and he was right. So game two was such a big game for us um, to come home to Edmonton up 2 nothing. And one of the <clears throat> great things about our hockey club was we were great front runners. And we were a great home team. So we knew if we got up 2 nothing, we knew it was going to be almost impossible for Calgary to beat us in Edmonton uh, two times, let alone one time. So for me, the importance of the goal, the timing of the goal, being shorthanded in Calgary, which is a tough place to play, without question, it was my favorite goal I think that I ever scored. And just to conclude, uh, you know, you, you put a couple things out through your official Gretzky account. Uh, you're, you just mentioned Craig Nelson. There was another great coach that did the white shadow. Uh, I believe that was Ken Howard was the actor for that. Uh, you know, L.A.'s a special place. I got a chance to see Kobe play his second last game. Obviously, it's something that completely transcended uh, sport. Kobe's passing. Yeah. I know. I know you knew him. That, that that's got. It's. I know they're still grieving in Los Angeles and throughout the world right now. Really yeah. tough situation, wasn't it? Yeah, it's really horrible. And, you know, he was heading to a place called Mamba, which obviously is named after him. That couple guys in this area had built this beautiful uh, sports facility, and, and uh, he was heading to a tournament, and he literally. Uh, unfortunately crashed about five minutes from where we all live here in California. And it's just, you know, life is short and it's sad. And, and I mean, I can't even put into words uh, how much uh, of a disaster it is, not only for him, but the other eight people aboard. And yeah. It's just, you know, life, life is short. And you got to, I always say, you got to have good friends and you got to enjoy it. And, get close to your family and be nice to people. Uh, the easiest thing in life is to be nice to people. And so, at the end of the day, it's just so, we're just, everybody's devastated over it and uh, it's just so sad. Alright. Hey, Wayne, look, we appreciate your time. Thank you to join us on a big day in the Battle yeah. of Alberta. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to watch tonight. You guys enjoy the game. It should be a good one. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Two really good teams and a lot of energy, a lot of emotion. And that's what hockey's all about. And uh, you've got to dislike your opponent and make two teams dislike each other. And that's going to make you that much more fun tonight. Awesome stuff, Wayne. Thank you for taking time to join us here in Oilers now. All right, you guys have a great day. Thanks a lot, Thank Wayne. You. That is Wayne Gretzky joining us to talk a bit about some of his moments. You heard him say it, no question. Biggest goal he scored in the course of his career. Game 2, 1988, Oilers-Flames series. People forget the Flames came in first that year in the regular season, and the Oilers vanquished them in four straight. That was Wayne Gretzky joining us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. You can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors, strong enough for any mini-sticks tournament, 780 496 12 in Edmonton. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Reed Wilkins, uh, NHL Today, and our Oilers Now Audio Vault. This is Oilers Now, live from Rogers Place. 
Hi, this is Oscar Clefbaum from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed. Edmonton Oilers come in with a record of 26-18-5. The Calgary Flames 26-19-6. Flames have played two more games. They're one point ahead of Edmonton in the standings. Vancouver with 60 points, 50 games played. Calgary 58 points, 51 games played. Oilers 57 points. Arizona 57 points. Vegas 57 points. Oilers now the fewest games played in the Pacific. They were leading the... Uh, Pacific in games played for a while. Edmonton at 49, Arizona 51, Vegas 52. It's right there for the Oilers, and i got to focus on playing the game. All right, let's get into our Oilers Now Audio Vault. If you missed the opening 22 minutes of the show, you missed Wayne Gretzky. Oilers Now brought to you by Direct Workwear for the Audio Vault, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Here's Dave Tippett saying the team knows the importance of a win tonight. Coming out of our break, this is our, our playoff stretch, and it's we're a month ahead of what normally people would talk about a playoff stretch, but you just look at the standings and every point is so important. You just, uh, it's funny, even this morning you get up, you're looking at scores already that uh, affect you. So our players understand, you know, the urgency of continuing to get points. We're playing well before the break. Our focus is jumping out of the break and continue to play well and see if we can get uh, back playing at the level we were before and build on that and, and become a playoff team. Obviously, a lot of people think there needs to be some retribution, some retaliation, that sort of thing. Connor McDavid, the NHL scoring leader, says the Oilers are not seeking retribution tonight against Calgary. No, ultimately, it's a hockey game, um, and we're going to try and go out there and play hockey, and that's the main focus. So, um, I know that uh, you know nothing's nothing's planned in this room or anything like that. We're not looking for anything like that. So um, you know, if, if they have something up their sleeve, then that's on them. And, and, uh, and uh, yeah, we're trying to focus on the game. Uh, Darnell Nurse uh, added some comments on the rivalry and the points being at stake. Sort of an interesting balance. We don't like them. They don't like us. That's how rivalry is. And, um, but I know how tight the standings are right now. They they have a focus too, for sure, going into this game that they want to win the game and get the two points. I mean, that's first and foremost. That's the most important part. I know the the fighting and, and all that is is fun to you know kind of hype up the game. There's a lot a lot of people that have probably never been in a fight in their life before hyping it up that way. So um, it's pretty uh, for us. Our focus is on uh, getting the two points. Yeah, I know there was a suggestion uh, out there from somebody that. Uh, well, you know, Zach Cassian must fight uh, uh, Milan Lucic. And all I'll say, and I'm not going to get into specifics, but, uh, you know, Cassian and Lucic were teammates for three years, and they do care, uh, carry a common bond, uh, one that would be very difficult uh, for any young man, and they're both young men, to deal with. And so... Uh, it's pretty easy for some people out there to suggest, well, damn it, those two should just fight because Cassian worked over Matthew Kachuk after Kachuk uh, elected uh, not to take the fight after smoking Cassian with a couple of hits. And again, universally around hockey circles, uh, it's incredible how many people sort of saw it on the Cassian perspective. We bring aboard uh, Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. Reed, how you doing? Doing well, Bob. Yeah, I... I- it's interesting. The, the the hype around this game is great. I mean, I, I think it's absolutely fun. It's it's fun to talk about. It's great to see the fans excited, and it's great to see some genuine animosity. Do I think there's going to be an explosion tonight? I don't. Uh, they've the Oilers have certainly been emphasizing 
it's winning the game. Ultimately, the best way to get you know revenge on a team, if you want to call it that, is to is to go out and beat them. I I, I don't expect there's going to be a staged fight uh, unless maybe the game gets out of hand. Maybe some oh. players are going to think, okay, we'll settle some scores or or some older scores. But I I do hope that the Oilers bring a physical intensity because they didn't have it here on December 27th when they only had a three-day break, not an 11-day break, and they got absolutely crushed by the Flames in that game 5-1. And and we've seen the Oilers do it. You've referenced the game in Toronto a lot. What did James Neal have 10 body checks in that game? I thought the game in Boston, you know, it wasn't a great game penalty by Leon early, but I thought it set up a bit of a tone for the Oilers in that game. So they can do it. They haven't done it enough, in my mind, in this building against the Calgary Flames. So hit, check, hit clean, and uh, if that throws the Flames off and gets them a little angry, well, so what? I mean, that's Kachuk's game when the Oilers go down there. You know, it's interesting with Kachuk because I I, I know I put out seven to ten days ago that I thought that, you know, he would look to, uh, uh, I don't want to use the word atone, but I think that. You know, he's completely capable of standing up for himself. He, he, you know, he went after Matthew Dumba last year when Dumba blew up Backlund on a hit, and Dumba got hurt. And it would not surprise me if Matthew... And Matthew Kachuk's aware of what... Look, he's a smart player, but it would not surprise me if uh, he, he probably was a little taken aback at how... This really wasn't that polarizing of a thing in hockey circles. The majority of people in hockey circles are like... Dude, if you're going to run a guy twice like that, you got to take the fight. Right. And he didn't. And I believe that he actually might look to engage as early as possible because he's probably been a little bit embarrassed. If you're the Oilers, do you allow him to do that or do you just focus on – you know what I'm saying? Like, if he's looking to get something specifically with Cassie. Like, does Cassie just say, sorry? Cassie can say, I've, I've already been suspended, but, like, i gave I got to try, I, I I try to win a game. I, I gave you your shot, yeah. and you didn't want to – like and and maybe that's an Edmonton centric perspective, but I you know you talk to enough guys, you wonder whether or not in the back of his he's aware and he's got pride as a player and he's clearly a confident guy. Sure, some might say a cocky. But guy. he's he's not he in terms of just the Battle of Alberta, he has not been the same player in Edmonton. He has been much more noticeable and much more of a nuisance. In Calgary, and we have a second and, and that's, game. And that, Cal- and don't worry, that's his job. That's his job. Yeah. I don't have, you know, that's uh, okay. how he should play. But he has not been the same player in Edmonton. Reed, I'm sorry about to limit your time. No, this is great. Thanks, we, Bob. We, we got Wayne on though. We had to get him in if we could get him on today's show. Coming up, uh, Brian Lawton, and we'll get a little bit of a league perspective coming up with Brian. And uh, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty Chad.